Big Jobs, Small Children. My name is Mark McCartney, and this week we have an expert who's going to be sharing some of their insights. So, as we know, the crisis has been really tough on working parents. Many of those working dads that I coach in senior roles tell me that the crisis, interestingly, has changed how they see the world. And performing highly at work, I think we're beginning to realise that just can't mean that there's little or, time or no time left for the family. There's no time to recover. So I think we are seeing a shift in attitudes. So today I'm delighted to be joined by Dr. Mike Drayton. He is an expert in the field of burnout. And if ever we need an expert in burnout, I think, Mike, it's certainly now where, where many of us have, have been close to burnout and felt like we're, like we're burnt out. So this is very timely because he's recently published a book on the topic called Anti-Burnout, How to Create a Psychologically Safe and High-Performance Organisation. So first of all, uh, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast today, Mike. Much appreciated. I know it's tea time for both of us. So um, we will keep this to sort of eight or nine minutes, something like that. We see how we go. And as you know, we've talked about this. This show is for working dads who are having to cope with stress, not only at work, but also at home. And as far as I can see, it doesn't seem that those demands and expectations at work or at home are going to in decrease quite the opposite. I think they're rising. So as we normally have in this show, there's a format, which is three questions just for us to gently explore. And I hope and I know there will be some good takeaways and some things for you to think about as a result of our discussion today. So first of all, thank you, Mike, for giving up your time to come on. That's a pleasure, Mark. Uh, it's a real pleasure to join you on this podcast because I think it's a very, very important topic, being a working father myself and under time pressure. Great. OK, so well, let's plough into our first question. So the first one is, how, how can you better manage burnout when you've got increased pressure at home and at work as well. I mean, this generation of dads is facing probably quite different to previous generations, more pressures and expectations to be a great dad and to be successful at work as well. Well, you have to get better at saying no. Mm -hmm. And what I mean about that, what I mean by that is you have to get better at, at, at tolerating the stress and anxiety and discomfort of saying no, because most people in management roles are very conscientious. In other words, they work hard, not because they're being told to work hard, but because it's internally driven. And they're also yeah. often very agreeable. So they find conflict difficult. So in order to avoid that conflict, they'll often take on the extra piece of work. Um, when, if you're able to say no in a polite, professional and courteous manner, um, you could avoid that extra work and that hour or two that you spend working will be spent playing with your children or having dinner with your partner. So learn yeah. to say no, and you can do it. It's just difficult. But the more you do it, the easier it gets. And what about when you're working in cultures where it's more challenging? I mean, both you and I are coaches and organisations, and in, in some cultures it's really quite difficult to say no. Um, well, you have to grow a pair of balls and say no I'm afraid that's that's the only answer <laughs> I mean I can talk about if you can't say no I mean if you know if, you, if, you, if you're stuck with work and you really can't you know if you, you know if you've got 
you know, if you can't, for well, I'd, I'd say you can say no, but maybe you don't feel you can. Yeah. But essentially, I mean, you know, in a, in a way, it's not the correct question because burnout isn't caused by people's lack of assertiveness or weakness or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's caused by organisations organising the work very poorly. You know, which we haven't got time to go into this, but the World Organization, World World Health Organization, are very clear that burnout isn't caused by by the victims; it's caused by the organizations imposing poor work practices on yeah. people. Um, so that so it's not for the you know the, probably the listeners of your podcast um, to do things to minimize burnout; it's for their bosses to do that. It's for the, the organizations, but that's not kind of realistic, I suppose. So, and, yeah. so, I mean, there are things you can do, I think, in, and the main one is to put boundaries around things. So, so if you, you know, if you want to have dinner with your family, you know, you say, right, well, I'm going to have dinner with my family from seven to eight. And I need to do extra work. So I will work from nine, um, eight until nine, but put a strict boundary around that. So start at, start at eight yeah. and, and, and at 8.59, you switch off your laptop because if you say, well, I'll just finish this piece of work, then you might be sat there until 11 because there's yeah. no boundary around it. So block out time to spend with your family and block out time to do the extra work. Because I realise, I mean, it's important also to be flexible. Sometimes we have to work, you know, outside of normal working hours, and I kind of get that. Um, but but in order to do that properly, you need to put boundaries around it because your employers are not putting boundaries around it. You need to learn to do that yourself. And I suppose that leads on to the second question, Mike, which is, I mean, probably you and I have heard, I've heard from quite a lot of working dads in in fairly senior positions that actually, despite the crisis, that they're they're, they're not sympathetic to the demands of parenting. Parenting Mm. is still sort of an add-on, really, you know, get the job done and if you've got time. And and I think homeschooling has sort of shown that as well. Some organisations have consciously given their time, given employees time off to homeschool and some, some not. Well, that's right. That's that's the priority of the organisation to get the work done. They 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 don't really care about your family or your children or your children's well-being. They want to churn the work out, you know. So, so the way around that is to think about what your priorities are, and not yeah. only your short-term priorities, but what are your long-term priorities. You know, you're you might have a child who's you know you know is five years old, you know, who wants to play football with his dad, or, or you know, um, and you've got to think what's that child going to be like in fifteen years' time. Yeah, you know when he's talking to his what? What's your, what was your dad like? Well, I didn't say much of him because he's working all the time. Do you want that as a legacy? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's um, a really cut through question, isn't it? Or an observation? Do yeah, we want to it, repeat the I mistakes? Think it, I think it goes through generations as well. I mean, my father was like that. My father was at work all the time. You know, but my yeah. my background as a psychologist and like years of therapy and yeah. <laughs> I thought, well, I don't want to subject my children to that experience, but not not everybody has the advantages that I've had, I, I suppose, in life. Yeah, I sometimes call them invisible dads. I never saw my dad at school, rarely saw, saw him in mm. the supermarket. That was just not done then. Mm. Mm. So how do you think we as coaches can support working dads and, and interestingly, working dads now tend to have younger children or t- can have younger children at a, mm. at a more advanced stage in their career. So, and that's a problem that didn't, uh, didn't exist so much in the mm. past. That's true. Yeah. People are having children later in life. Yeah. So what can we do? Well, first of all, 
I think there's three things we can do. There's lots of things we can do, but three three important things. First of all, to v- validate people's feelings, to yeah. say to, to say to the work to, to to say to the working father, look, you're not lacking motivation, you're not lazy, you're not you know um, you know you've been put under intolerable pressure, and you need to find let's find a way of doing that. And the second mm-hmm. uh, bit of advice moves on from that, which is remind the working father that that he has options. Because often when people are stressed and tired and under pressure, they get tunnel vision and they can only see one way forward, you know. So so what can you do to make your life more tolerable? How can you put boundaries around your work? How can you say no to, to this extra work, you know? Yeah. Or perhaps perhaps do you want to work for um, an organisation that puts you in this position? Maybe you should be thinking about another job. So that's the second thing. Yeah. And I think the third thing is to encourage this working father to think about the kind of life that they'd want to live because often people hate their lives at the moment. The people mm-hmm. I speak to hate living. Mm-hmm. It's just working, sleeping and eating. And there's very little pleasure in life, you know, and that life shouldn't be like that. So yeah. let's sit down and think about what kind of life would you like to live? And let's plan that. And maybe yeah. you can't do it tomorrow or next week, but maybe in three months, you know, we can plan a, a schedule where you get, you know, half a day on Saturday and every Sunday off or, or whatever it is, yeah. you know, yeah. but plan things in that are pleasurable and important for you as a person and, and you as a member of a family and you as a father. So that's the third thing, if that helps. Brilliant, Mike. That is absolutely brilliant. And I I need to walk the talk as well. Boundaries. <laughs> dinner dinner is coming up probably for you as well and possibly for those listening to this when we when we when we send it out. So there's three tips there. Thank you very much for those. So I would highly recommend the book, Anti-Burnout, How to Create a Psychologically Safe and High-Performance Organization. Thank you very much for being on the show today, Mike. And I would certainly be keen to share those three tips. And thank you once again. This is Big Job, Small Children. My name is Mark McCartney.